Hi, I'm Janessa McKenzie, the brand human, and I help entrepreneurs gain the mindset, messaging, and visibility to unapologetically show up and build their brands. So how do you build your brand from the inside out? This is the Elevate Podcast. Hey everyone, welcome to the Elevate Podcast. I'm here today with Colleen Rosenblum and her and her host, her co-host, um, host the <laughs> Hot Flashes and Cool Topics podcast. And it is a podcast for uh, midlife women in midlife, and they're changing the narrative in midlife and beyond to look forward to a new chapter of life. So welcome, Colleen. How are you today? I am doing very well, and thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Oh, you're so welcome. I'm kind of excited to talk about this issue because, you know, you're, you're right that media and society, social media, everything. Like I think once women turn like 45 or, you know, 50 and they're, they're not a mom. I mean, they're always going to be a mom, but they don't have children that they're necessarily have to take care of every day to keep them alive anymore. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Because because they're older and they're pretty much on their own. Right. But they Uh, do come back. So it's like the forgotten, you know, stage of, of womanhood that once women get there, they go, well, now what do I do? Right. And it's really underappreciated because it's not so much of, yes, it's now what I do, but what, what I can do anything, you know, I can do whatever. If someone had told me that at 52, I would start a podcast. (laughs) I would have been like, sure. That's yeah. That's not going to happen. You're like a pod. What? Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Where do I find Like I I would have just thought they were insane. I had no, you know, I have a degree in communications from college way back when, but I don't have practical experience in the whole editing and social media. So it was, it was a time of learning. So you really can do anything you want at this stage. Yeah. Yeah. And what do you find that the majority of women are feeling at this stage? You know, some of them feel a little bit invisible. Um, they spent a lot of their time being mom, being a corporate leader. And now all of a sudden they're not the first person seen when they walk into a room or they may not be heard by people. And that can be very frustrating for some women. I find it to be kind of a superpower because you really fly under the radar, which can be very nice. Um, And it's a matter of perspective. So I think a lot of women in this generation, and I say 45 to about 65, are are kind of rediscovering what it means to be, to have self-value because it's not necessarily defined by external things anymore. You kind of have to find it yourself. Yeah. And I find that women that I talk to, because like I was just telling you before we hit record that I just turned 46. So I'm right in the, you know, beginning part of your you know, demographic of women at that age. While I still have children, I do have to keep alive every day. They are older and more self-sufficient than most other moms, you know, Mm -hmm. that are younger than me. Right. So, um, it is now like a time for that. I feel like it's like, I'm coming out of this cocoon at this point, you know, like, Oh, I was, you know, uh, in this stage and in the, in a stage where you have to focus on, you know, your kids and school and, you know, doing all of those things. And now it's a little different for me. And 
I don't have to, I mean, while I do focus on my kids every day, don't get me wrong. <laughs> right. That, that um, Keeping I them don't, alive. <laughs> yes. Yes. Like, you know, like I said, they're more self-sufficient. So it's not, they don't have to be looked at after constantly. Like I don't have to keep my eye on them all the time. Exactly. Um, so I have more time for myself. And what and, do you do at that time is the question. Yeah. Well, now I'm an entrepreneur. See? And sometimes it's just pivoting and sometimes it's, it's exploration. It's, do I remember what I even wanted to do back in my twenties and thirties before I had kids? Because it may have changed. You may have no desire to do those things that you wanted to do in your twenties and thirties or might be new adventures and they don't have to be huge. It doesn't have to, you know, book a cruise around the world kind of thing. It can be very simple. Do you, do you miss listening to music? Do you miss a hobby? Do you miss reading? Pick up those things that brought you joy or you think will bring you joy. And if it works great, if not try something else. Yeah. Or, you know, what are those things that you always wanted to do, but didn't exactly like take that yoga class or, you know, take a, any class, learn something new do something small like hike every day or, you know, take a walk with your dog every day. Like it could be absolutely anything. You're right. It does not have to be anything big. And it's just kind of changing your mindset. Each time you do something, it, ch- it just refocus your mindset a little bit more. Yeah. And focus more inward instead of outward. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's a great, yeah. Great time to connect with you again. It really is. It really is a time to, um, I write a blog called Freedom in Your 50s. And I take things that normally people would think of as, oh, I can no longer do this. Well, yeah, but you can do that. And yeah. it's reframing your mental, you know, ideas of what you don't, you're, you're must. I must get up and get the kids, you know, to, I must go to soccer practice. I'm a, those things are no longer musts. So mm. you can kind of decide what is a must for each day, you know, and it might be something small and it might be something big, but you're no longer in that mode of constant treadmill all day long. I mean, you're still in that mode because you've got kids now that are probably in, you know, different after school activities and things like that. Um, But it's, it's a treadmill. And when you get off of it, sometimes it takes a while to get your footing. Yeah. It's kind of like going from an employee to an entrepreneur, right? Exactly. Yeah. Cause you, you know, you jump into the entrepreneurship and you're, you're still in that mindset of being an employee. Well, who's telling, who's telling me what to do? Like, how do I make these decisions? What do I do next? Well, you get to decide all of that. Exactly. You and know? with your children, it kind of goes from, I must know everything that's happening to I'm on a need to know basis. Right. right. <laughs> you don't always have to know. I mean, I have daughters, they tell me everything, which I'm very grateful and blessed. But Mm -hmm. sometimes I'm like, okay, I didn't really need to know that particular piece of information, but you do, Mm -hmm. you know, when they're kids and you have to know where they are all the time and what they're doing all the time and are they safe? Are they healthy? Now it's kind of like you're on a more need to know basis. Yeah. Yeah. And and that is also tough for parents too, right? Mm -hmm. Letting go. It's very hard. We talk a lot about that on the show, empty nesting and letting go. And we, we kind of, again, our theme is always changing the narrative. So we try to say, yes, it is 
hard when your children leave for school or leave to go out on their own and get their own apartment, whatever they might be doing. Um, and it's okay to be sad, but that doesn't have to be the only emotion you're feeling. You can also have things to look forward to and mm. be glad about something. So you could be sad and miss them terribly, but you can do that on a beach drinking a mimosa just as easily <laughs> as you do it at home. <laughs> right. and toast them from afar have fun at college kids <laughs> because they're having fun they may miss you right. like crazy but they're having a good time so you yeah. can miss them and still be happy at the same time and you know feel those emotions and kind of let them pass through and know they're safe and know they're happy and they're healthy and you've done a good job and yeah so, I deserve a little reward here so I will miss them terribly while on the beach reading a book and drinking in the most <laughs> Living my best life. <laughs> Living my best life. And being yeah. sad and calling them and saying, look at the water. This is where I'm at. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's really it, right? Like you just have to choose to, yeah. to create your new reality. Exactly. Because that's exactly what it is. It's a new reality. So, And it can be incredibly scary. It really can. Yes. When you think you have put everyone else ahead of you for so long and and you did it with you wanted to i mean that's just you're a mom your wife you're a corporate executive whatever that is you put everybody else ahead of you and now you're given this permission to make yourself happy and you're like what do i do with that you know it's yeah just, it can be quite overwhelming for some women and and we talk to them on the show all the time that are like i had to take baby steps yeah yeah i can imagine it's so I have one da older daughter who's 26. So mm -hmm. I've kind of already been through that part of it. Um, but the two younger ones might be a little more difficult for me. Though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, I, but I feel like, you know, almost, and I can imagine there's probably a lot of women that feel like this too, is that once you're not, you know, uh, their sole source of life anymore mm -hmm. that you can almost feel like you're not needed anymore. Absolutely. You know? If I'm not a mom, what am I? If I'm not a wife, what am I? And yeah. Who's going to need me, but you need you, you need to figure out what exactly. makes you happy. It's, it's, it's a gift. Again, it's reframing the dialogue in your head to nobody needs me to, Oh, okay. Nobody daily needs me to keep them alive. So what can I do today? <laughs> exactly. Like I did a good job. You know, yes. I, they're okay. They don't need me on a daily basis. Just so what can I do now? Like what's what's good for me? You know, even if it's going to the movies and going to see a chick flick that no one would go with you normally and sitting there and enjoying your popcorn. Yeah. Just go find something to enjoy. Exactly. Something for you. You've earned it. Yes. Hell yes. You've earned it. <laughs> mm -hmm. Exactly. It's, 18 it's years. Really you've earned it. <laughs> it, it you, you know, you survived, especially after the teenage years. Um, I was yeah, lucky. Right? My daughters didn't give me too much grief, but oh my, I've heard stories and I've been with friends. So I'm like, you survived. You deserve that. Whatever you want. You deserve yeah. that chocolate cake. You like everybody survived. Like that's a big deal. <laughs> Yeah. Everyone in the family survived. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's, it's definitely a, your work in progress and you get to focus on yourself a little bit more, which women can find very unnerving. And that's part of the narrative we want to change on the show. It's like, oh, give yourself permission mm -hmm. to focus on yourself. 
Yeah. I, I mean, I, I have, my clients are women in business, right? So mm -hmm. all of these things come up when you're, you know, building a personal brand too. Right. It's, it, it's pretty, I mean, besides the point that, you know, they don't, not necessarily the keeping everyone alive thing because they may or may not still be doing that, but right. you know, getting yourself out there and giving yourself permission to just be bold mm -hmm. and just be you and get your message out to the world is, you know, it, it's big. And the permission part of it, like, I think that a lot of women just don't realize that they really had they don't need permission from anybody but themselves and they could have given themselves permission to do whatever the hell they wanted way back when. Exactly. Really. Exactly. Um, you know, so. And the other, the other side of that coin is we had, uh, we did an interview with an author named Ada Calhoun and mm -hmm. she has a book right now called why we can't sleep uh, women's new midlife crisis. Mm -hmm. And she was talking about how we are generation X, at least our generation is generation X mm -hmm. and the boomers, they fought so hard for the equal rights for women mm -hmm. that they expected their daughters to achieve everything because they were able to do so. Mm -hmm. Well, she interviewed a lot of women and she was finding that, yes, they achieved whatever they were told they could now, but it's not necessarily what they wanted to do. Yeah. So now they got exactly what they were told they should want and they don't want it. So what do you do with that? You know? Right. Well, and, but, and that doesn't mean that, you know, those moms that fought for those rights failed. It no, means that they all. succeeded because now those daughters can make the decisions they want to make. Right. And our generation, our children see that we are making choices whether to do it or not. And so yeah. they will then learn from us as, you know, we learned from the boomer generation. Right. But, it is, you are allowed to make choices. It's not, um, you know, I started my professional career as an attorney and I hated it. And I practiced law for many years and I realized that, you know, it was okay. I, I did what I had to do, but I didn't want my daughters to see me in a career I hated simply because, well, I was a lawyer. It was a power position, mm -hmm. but I was miserable and I didn't want my daughters to see that. So I left yeah. the practice of law and they saw, I actually stayed home for a while. And mm -hmm. then I became a Pilates instructor of all things, which is a total 180 from <laughs> the attorney. And, but I was happy and I was doing something I loved and my kids saw it and they would be like, my mom's a Pilates instructor. And I'm like, okay, you wouldn't have said that if I was still a lawyer, yeah. but you know, they, they saw me happy. And that's what I want for my girls. And I think a lot of people want is just for the kids to see what they can be, whatever they want to be. Yeah. Because to say that and not really be living that is like, they're going to do what you do, not what you say. Right. Exactly. Although, you know, we try to teach them to do the opposite, but <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't work. It doesn't that always way. work. Yeah. But I did want, I thought it was really important for my girls to see me in doing something that I love to do because I, you know, it's just, it's hard when you are miserable in your job, you bring it home and that's a whole nother, that's a whole nother episode. Yeah. But, um, that's totally true. You know, because I know I've been there, you know, I've worked uh, in an office my entire life and you know, when that, it, it gets to the point where you're like dragging yourself to work and you're dragging yourself home 
and even sitting in front of a computer, you're exhausted when you get home because it's like just mentally exhausting, right? Right. So when you get back home again and you're like, oh, dinner? Like, oh, you want my attention? Oh, you, what? No. You know? <laughs> right. And then you've got to shift gears and be mom. And Yes. Yeah. And you're constantly shifting gears at, you know, at that stage anyways. But <laughs> yes. But then you get the freedom as they get older or even if your career was your child and you kind of, you know, went up that corporate ladder and you no longer have to achieve or you decide to change your career. It's all kind of freedoms that come with being over 40 that women don't always see. They yeah. see I, I talk to a lot of women who feel like, you know, we have such experience and it's not being appreciated in the corporate world. And until we mm-hmm. get other women CEOs that understand the value of experience, that's mm-hmm. going to be a problem for women. You know, yeah. just, it's going to be a challenge. But if you're willing to work hard, then nothing really can hold you back. I mean, you know that from your clients. If they're willing to work hard and learn, it doesn't, it's not an age-related thing. You can learn at any age. Yeah. And, you know, yes, while work, working towards what your goal is is definitely important, you know, working hard, I don't like that phrase. I, don't, I really don't like the phrase working hard because, you know, to get what you want, to get what you you're dreaming of to reach your goals, you know, really all you have to do is just keep taking action. Right. Right. So to me, working hard sounds like, you know, you're just stressed out and you can't stop working and you got to keep going. You got to keep going. You got to keep going to get what you want. Well, you, you don't, you don't have to do those things. You just have to take action and keep, you know, keep going forward. Right. Keep moving forward. Yeah. It doesn't have to be hard. It just has to be moving. Exactly. Yeah. In the right direction. Exactly. The direction you want, right? (laughs) (laughs) No, you're right. You're right. So, and that doesn't, that's not age dependent. No, not at all. Not at all. But for, for women who have been maybe in the corporate world for a long time and are now in that stage where they don't, have to be home at a certain time to take kids to here, there, or wherever. Mm -hmm. And they love the corporate world and they want to move up now. You know, maybe it's time that they, you know, are really gonna dig in to get that VP position or CEO position or, you know, do whatever it is that they really want to do in their corporate world. Like it doesn't matter where you're, where you work or what mm-hmm. you do, if it's your own business or you're, you love the job that you have, like just whatever it is that you want beyond bringing your children up and keeping them alive for that 18 years. Which is and important. <laughs> it is important. Yeah. And you did a great freaking job doing that. Like if everyone survived and they're off to college or they're off to whatever, you know, whatever they they decide to do. And they're back now because of we're taping during COVID. So you're right. Right. Yeah. Uh, and, and even if they're not like, maybe they have their own apartment and they're, you know, and that probably sucks too for a lot of moms that are like, <laughs> Oh my does. gosh, they're calling their kids every 10 minutes. Don't you go outside, you know, <laughs> social distance yourself. <laughs> 
<laughs> exactly. I mean, I'm very lucky that my kids are home right now because I know they're safe in there. But my daughter is a preschool teacher and they start back May 4th. And that terrifies me. But I know that's her job and she has to go. And Yeah, so. they, they ended school for the year. Well, they didn't end it, but that's, we're remote learning for the rest of the year here. Right. Which is, at least you know they're safe. You know what I mean? That, yeah. that they're home and they're safe, but you know, my daughter teaches preschool for special needs and, and mm. you know, first responders and, and other people, they have to go back to work. Yeah. To do yeah. That. And she misses the kids terribly. So trying to keep her home would be harder. I just have to close right. it down when she gets back. <laughs> just be like, change your clothes, take a shower. Don't touch anything until you do that. Right. I know. Uh, well, hopefully this will you know, I mean, we all know that this will end. Like, this yeah. is not a forever thing. Thank We're not goodness. all going to be stuck in our houses and, you know, social distancing forever. Right. So. Yeah, and it's true. It's just getting through it and trying to appreciate the time you do have with them. Because once they leave the nest, when they come back, you know, they're always a little different. Mm-hmm. But it's just nice to have that time with them. So you kind of have to appreciate it for what it is. Yeah. And I think you appreciate the time with them more, like after they've already left once. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But, you know, going forward for all these women in this age group that are, you know, now empty nesters and, you know, maybe they, maybe, you know, if they're married, like maybe them, their husbands and, wanted to they wanted to take a trip around the world or you know once the kids left to go to college or wherever and or you know that european trip or wherever like just take the damn trip exactly and we have found in in doing the podcast (laughs) talking to people that it's usually either number one empty nesting and you don't even recognize your husband or wife (laughs) Um, two, one of the parents is excited that the children are leaving and the other one is devastated. So you have to kind of have empathy for both situations or three, you start dating your spouse again and it's great, you know, yeah. and you start traveling with them and going on dates that you weren't, I mean, yes, you had your Saturday night dates, but you usually got a phone call from one of the kids or the babysitter or somebody, <laughs> and now you're just dating them again. So it really kind of falls into those three categories um, all of which have interesting perspectives, but you know, it's kind of, I mean, in luckily in my case, I dated, I've been dating my husband since I was 17 and we kind of are this, you know, the same personality. So we love to travel. We are supposed to actually, while this is taping, we are supposed to be in Ireland visiting mm. castles as we speak. Oh, that's one of oh. my dream trips. <laughs> exactly. And I will do it. Yeah. But, um, it just didn't work out and that's okay. We have to be safe and we have to understand that. Sometimes things just happen. We'll make yeah. that when it's safe, but we will definitely do it. Yeah, that's amazing. And that's so true. I mean, yeah, for the the people that are married and we're so separate really in their lives already, right? Right, because that world revolved around the kids. And when you take the kids out of the equation, they're like, uh. You're like, oh, you? yeah, exactly. <laughs> who are you? <laughs> When did I, who are you? Do you live here? Like, <laughs> yeah. And yeah. What do we, what do we do now? Yeah. What do we do with each other? Exactly. Like, We've yeah. had um, a dating expert on who mm. talked about dating over 40 and she was talking about, you know, the hazards of online and, and 
how your endorphins kind of go when they start texting you and all that stuff. And I'm like, oh my gosh, if you haven't been on a date since you were 20 something and now you're 45, 55, 60, and you're going on your first date again, I can't even imagine how complicated that must be. <laughs> I just can't even imagine. You know, I, I just, so like if we don't understand, if we can't, we're not relatable or experts on, and we don't claim to be an expert on anything except for mm. on our experiences. But mm. on our show, if we don't know something, we find somebody who does. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah. And that works. And usually they're over the age of 40 and they have experience. And it's just been, I mean, I'm sure you found this too. We just met such amazing people and have mm-hmm. heard such incredible stories and learned so much since we started this podcast. And we're about six months old now. So we're still pretty new. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I find the same thing. It is amazing to collaborate with all kinds of different people. And you definitely hear all kinds of awesome stories. And so much um, genius is just spread out into the world in all these different directions, you know, from podcasts and blogs and lives and videos and YouTube. And it can be overwhelming, but it's also amazing that you can get your message out into the world via so many different platforms at once it, if you want it's incredible and and you know it's just it, it's definitely a gift to be able i think a lot of women as we get older can feel very isolated we've done some podcasts on making friends after 50 mm-hmm. because it's mm-hmm. not always easy to do you know the mommy and me groups are no longer there and you're not mm-hmm. retired and and you know with your retirees so sometimes it can be challenging yeah um, and we've talked about that and we've given suggestions and you know it's kind of getting out of your comfort zone a little bit which is harder as you get older. Some people don't, some people love it and they want to challenge and they want to go skydiving at 80 and that's wonderful. (laughs) But some people, you know, they have their comfort zone and it's hard to get them out of it. Yeah. And I think like you said, the biggest thing here is, you know, knowing that you can choose what you're going to do every day, what you're going to do for the rest with the rest of your life. And it doesn't need to be that one big thing, right? It doesn't need to be, I'm going to, you know, I don't know, completely change my career or my entire life, like go live at a, I don't know, Buddhist monks <laughs> or something. Like you don't need to go that that far, <laughs> but, but you could if you wanted to, right? And, and that's really the beauty of it is that it's almost like being a teenager again with all of the knowledge and, and experience that, you know, the last 30 years has given you. Exactly. Think of it that way. Like that's freaking exciting. <laughs> and it is it really. And you know, usually at this stage of life, you are able to do a few more things than you could do before. You can afford to do a few more things. Yes. Um, we've had travel agents come on and talk about how much more cost effective it is to travel once your kids leave. Cause you can go on, you know, it's not just summertime or spring break or Christmas break or whatever. Mm-hmm. You can go on off times. So it's a lot less expensive, same trips, but you're saving tons of money. Um, you know, even if you want to join a book club or it doesn't have to be a huge leap, just be small baby steps. So you get to that point where you feel like you can take some bigger ones and then bigger steps. Yeah. And and really just choosing to be excited about it. You know, I think, yeah, that's really, I think the biggest thing, just reframing to make it exciting. Like you raised human beings to to go off on their own. And now they're going to do this, you know, live the same 
type of life that you did. Like they're going to do the things that you did. They're going to get married. They're going to have their own kids. They're going to, and they're going to do this same thing that you're doing right now when they're your age going, Oh my gosh, what do I do with myself? So, (laughs) so how are you going to show them what they do with themselves at that age? You know, by example, exactly, Um, exactly. Example. And you know, when I said to my kids, I'm going to start a podcast, they were like, what? (laughs) you are mom of course and I was like it's gonna be a hobby it's just gonna be fun well it snowballed very quickly Mm -hmm. it's turned into like I love it it's a passion so I enjoy the work but it's hours and hours of work a day you know that there's a lot of work that goes into doing a podcast and I do it happily because I enjoy it but the kids were like yeah sure mom was a hobby sure it was sure it was because now they see how much work I put into it and they're like you're better at social media now than we are (laughs) <laughs> uh, it's just funny because I'm really not <laughs> well you can just add do you want some lessons <laughs> <laughs> but um the, you know they see that you can achieve anything you want to achieve it doesn't mean that okay this chapter might be closing but another chapter it sounds cliche but another chapter really is opening yeah. and if you just stay tuned to it it will happen organically like if yeah. it's forced, it's not maybe meant to be, but if it happens organically, then you, you kind of are in the right direction. Yeah. Like grab your pen and start writing. Cause this is a new chapter and you've got the pen. Like there is nobody telling you that you can't write whatever the hell you want. Exactly. It's a blank page. It's your journey. You go for it and you can do yeah. as little or as much as you want. But just know that there are so many years ahead. You know, 50 is not that old right now if you're living mm-hmm. to be 100. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you have it's, a lot of time. Really midlife, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. What do you want to do with it? How do you want, want to live the second half of your life? Yes, it was wonderful raising kids. And it was wonderful having a job that I, you know, may or may not have loved. <laughs> But it's all experiences. Now you kind of have that wisdom, like you were saying before, what do I, I don't necessarily know what I want to do, but I know what I don't want to do. Yeah. And that's okay. That might be enough for now. You know what you don't want to do. So you have, and you don't have a fear of failure in midlife that you had when you were younger. Oh my gosh, if this doesn't succeed, I'll just, I don't know what I'll do. And you don't really care. You're like, okay, if it works great, if it doesn't, I'll try something else. Yeah. Yeah, I think it, that's definitely more lenient, you know, in midlife. Although, you know, there are still things that, you know, we look at and go, oh my gosh, I could never do that because X, Y, Z, right? I'll fail. I'm not good enough, blah, whatever it is. But at this stage of the game, just freaking do it and see what happens. Exactly. See what happens. Roll the dice and see what happens. Yeah. Like it's gotta be fun. I mean, even, you know, even for people that aren't in this stage of life, like whatever you're doing, Mm -hmm. just make it fun. Right. Like don't sweat the small stuff. If it doesn't work, you tweak it and you do it again. Like it's gotta be fun. There's still going to be days where you're overwhelmed and there's still going to be problems. I mean, you're children may be grown, but they're still trying to kill you every day. I mean, (laughs) they just grow up and then there you go. I mean, there's still, you know, I like to call it the revolving door. They leave and they come back and they leave and they come back, which, you know, is fine. I love it. But 
you're going to have daily problems and you, I think you're just more equipped to deal with them as you get older because yeah. you realize for me, a lot of it is mindfulness being present in the moment. Like, okay, today is today. I was always projecting, okay, what am I going to do a year from now, two years from now, two years. And that's really hard because you're always saying, well, once this happens, I'll be happy. Once yes. this happens, I'll be happy. But you have to learn to be happy with this moment. Now, yes. And I think that's a little bit easier to do as you get older. Yes. Yeah. And I think it's a lot easier to really look inside yourself and understand your mindset Mm -hmm. when you're older too. Because, you know, when I was younger, if somebody said to me, oh, you need to, you know, you're you're creating your own reality with your thoughts. I would have looked at them like they had 15 heads. Like what? Are you serious right now? Uh, time to go to the bathroom, let alone great thoughts. You're right. <laughs> what do you mean? My thoughts just pop into my head. Are you kidding me? Like, what do you mean? I have control over my thoughts. Like it would be like some sci-fi thing that, you know, they'd be like, is that, where did you learn that? But, or I would probably be saying that to myself, you know? Right. Like, sure. No problem. Thanks. Yeah. And, you know, because we're not taught that as we're growing up, we're not taught any of those things, which I try to tell my kids now, not that they listen, but maybe something will sink in. Right. right? You hope a few sentences or I'll always do that. Well, I want you to learn earlier than I did. Well, mom, you weren't like that. Yeah, I understand. But I want you to learn earlier than yeah. I did. Yes. But they're just there on their own journeys. Exactly. And you, you know, some women find that so hard that, Mm. you know, you're on the same journey and then all of a sudden it kind of splits a little bit and you're still parallel. You're still next to each other, but you're not quite in the same line anymore. Yeah. And so now you're, they're paving their own path. They're, you know, I always like, we'll say people go, oh, well, you worry too much about the kids. Or just, I go, it's okay for me to worry as long as I'm not stopping them from doing what they need to do or want yeah. to do. How yeah. I react to it, that's my reaction. And they may just completely blow it off. But as long as I'm not stopping them, which I couldn't at this age anyway, but yeah. um, <laughs> I could stop a 24 year old. But yeah. um, it's okay for you to feel what you feel. Give yourself permission. Give yourself a break. It's, it's, it's just don't let it stop you and paralyze you from yeah. living your own life. Exactly. You know, so the more try to get across on the show, you know, women are not one dimensional and we mm-hmm. didn't want our show to be one dimensional. So we really kind of consider ourselves the umbrella for midlife and beyond and all topics fall underneath. Like we may have a makeup artist one day and then a death doula on another, and then a menopause expert on another, because we have so many topics to cover in midlife and they just get bigger and bigger. The more we research. Yeah. And that's, you know, it's important too, to understand what people want to hear, you know, when you're doing a podcast, but really what, what are the different perspectives that, you know, people haven't thought about, right? Right. Because that's what makes it interesting. We could talk all day about everything that we can Google. I mean, we could Google (laughs) anything, but you know, we could talk all day about that stuff, but really it comes down to perspectives and different you know, mind shift things or just things that people haven't thought about before. I mean, there have been many podcasts where I've sat in my car, like my brain felt like it was melting out of my ears. I'm like, what, (laughs) what, 
how do you even think about like things like that? You know, it's a lot of like the spirituality and, you know, mindset, like thinking, like when I first heard you create your own reality and everything you have been taught up to this point is a lie. Like, and then that person got into it. I was like, Oh, I can't even, I couldn't even move for like 10 minutes. I was like, what? You know, <laughs> it was mind bending. Was like, that point, right? Yeah, wrap was, around it. yeah. And you know what? You just have to be ready to hear it too. You know, because if you, you can hear it a hundred times, but if you're not open to it, it's not going to matter. And that's so true. And a lot of the things as we get older, they tend to resonate more. Yes. So, and they Absolutely. carry a different meaning. Like you could have said one of those quotes in, at 20 and it would have meant something completely different than it does in your forties. Yeah. Well, in my twenties, like I said, I would have looked at myself like in 20 heads, like what, what are you <laughs> talking about? And totally dismissed it. Right. Wouldn't even have wanted to, you know, uh, like research that any further. Now I hear something new and I'm like, oh my God, how much can I learn on that? how can that help me how can that help my clients what do i need to learn yeah exactly it's like learning is exciting now it's like exactly and if you think about that when you were forced to learn in school in college or a job or whatever it was like begrudgingly you did it now you have a love for learning because you're learning what you want to learn yes now and that's so great exactly yeah and that's the best thing you can learn, do, be, have, whatever you want. It's a gift. And that's why, you know, I think it's really, women are just not seeing midlife for the gift that it is. I mean, if you are lucky enough to get to this age and, you know, there's yes, you're going to go through menopause, you're going to go through empty nesting. There's, but it, you know, what a gift you are free to kind of have a second chapter of what, however you want to define it. Yeah. Of whatever you want. And like with nobody really dependent, you Mm -hmm. know, on you that, you know, now you have the time to go just do something just for you. Exactly. And you don't have to feel guilty about it, even though you will anyway. Yeah. Even though you really shouldn't have ever felt guilty about it, but exactly, it is what it is, right? (laughs) It teaches us we must be on the list or we're not a good parent or a good wife or a good employee or yeah you just put yourself last so now you know what so you can stop doing that i you know we give you permission on the show now right now to stop yeah. being guilty for Heck putting yes yes colleen thank you so much this was an amazing conversation awesome. tell everyone how they can find you Absolutely. So Hot Flashes and Cool Topics is on all podcast forums. So anywhere you look, whether it be Apple or, you know, Stitcher or Spotify, we're there. You can find us. Mm-hmm. Um, our website, Hot Flashes and, well, no, I'm sorry, hotflasheschooltopics.com. We have all the episodes. We have blogs. We have shopping. We have guests. Show, it's, it, we have tons of midlife articles on everything and anything, whether it be mental health or physical health or beyond. Um, and we are on all forms of social media except twi- uh, except um, TikTok because I have no desire to be on TikTok. <laughs> I don't. Well, I'm not. Well, maybe your demographic might be getting on there at this point. I don't know. I don't think so. I think that's yeah. I, I'm that's not even. Mom's getting on there. Hard enough. Twitter was overwhelming enough. It's just like immediate thoughts of everybody being posted on Twitter, but um, Twitter were our cool flashes and um, Instagram were hot flashes and cool topics. We also have a really good 
um, Facebook group of women over 40 who want to share ideas, share stories, engage. We have a really engaged group of women and we have just about under, just it's about 500 women on there. And awesome. yeah, they're, I mean like between 450 and 500 and they're really engaged and they really want to talk about those issues that um, relate to midlife and beyond. So all those places you can find us and please feel free to email us with ideas. We love to be interactive. We love when people say, hey, can you talk about this or talk about that? And our email is hotflashescooltopics at gmail.com. Awesome. So but good. thank you for having me on. This was fun. Oh, you're welcome. I'm so glad that you, you know, you came on and you know, this is a little different than what I normally have. So, which is exactly what I was looking for. Something a little different, right? Oh, you know, good. we're usually talking about more business ended, you know, things, but I have a few recent and upcoming guests are, you know, more based around women in general, like Which is great. issues of women. Yeah. Because we're all, we're not just entrepreneurs. Like our businesses are, should not be our identity. So I agree with you a hundred percent. And we try to do that too. We have an episode on workplace and then we have an episode on personal, like mm. women are multidimensional. So I think it's great that you're doing episodes about kind of the well-rounded woman. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Colleen. Well, again, it was amazing having you here and everyone as usual, you know what I'm going to say. If you've been listening to me, screenshot you listening to this episode and tag me on Instagram and tag Colleen at, hot, what is it, Hot Flashes? On Instagram, it's Hot Flashes and Cool Topics. Hot Flashes and Cool Topics on Instagram. So tag her as well and let us know what you got out of this episode, what you loved. Um, if you have episode suggestions for Colleen and you're going to go listen to her podcast and make sure you send her a DM and let her know. Absolutely. Same here. If you want to hear something here, then you definitely just send me a message and let me know what you want to hear. And we will see you on the next episode. Great. Thank you.